We're done here. Excuse me, sir, but my questions are not finished. You've lost your way, Sergeant. You've lost sight of the purpose of the law, to protect its citizens, not persecute them. Whatever we are, whatever's left of us, we're better than that. Though these proceedings are closed, you'll be transported back to your ships, and we appreciate your help. Commander. This is an independent board. You have no authority to close our inquiry. This is a witch hunt. I will not have it aboard my ship. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know about sci-fi. I'm Jason. I'm Red. And this week we are discussing Battlestar Galactica Season 1, Episode 6, Litmus. Now, I got a question. Mine shows up 7. No, it's uh, it's Episode 6. Is it 6? Yeah, 7 is 6 degrees of separation, which we will be discussing next week. Oh. Okay. It's this whole numbers thing. <laughs> yeah, so this is the eighth episode of our podcast so far. So we would be whoa, on whoa, whoa, episode... Whoa, 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 We've got eight now. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? We Holy keep doing this shit. shit. First you said six. I thought seven. Now you're saying eight. Numbers. How do they work? Oh, my God. I don't... Li- linear progression? <laughs> Lin- linear? They're They're... They're ordinal. It's almost like they have an order to them. Six was afraid of seven because seven, seven, eight, eight, nine. nine. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you know, six and nine should just get together and be friends. Oh, 69. Ah, they should be friends. Number jokes. Yin and yang. <laughs> if you put them side by side, they kind of fit. It's like the dark and the light. They come together. Ha! They come together. Ah! <laughs> Only if you do it right. Only okay. if she starts first. There you go. There you go. Boy, did I start in early on this or what? <laughs> Sorry, I had chili last night for dinner. I'm all popped up. Ah. God, there's no telling what your house is like today. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Well, well, you know what it is. You know what this house is like. <laughs> Don't lie. It's the only house on the block with a red spot like Jupiter. It's a storm. <laughs> it's all swirly. Swirls. You have to keep at least 50 feet distance. Yes, you do. No open flames. No open flames. None. None. Anyway. So anyway. We got Cylons. We do. So uh, have you had a chance to check out The Expanse yet? No. Oh, dude. You need to check it out. I'm probably going to start tonight because I'm watching the last episode of the new Lost in Space. Yeah, how's that been? Oh my god, there's some character development. Oh, kind of like this episode. There is some serious character development. But it's it's pretty good, you know. I mean, I think they're saying in 10 minutes what could be said in 3. 
Yeah, <laughs> so they're kind of um, Anne Ricey. Yeah, but in general, it's a pretty neat, pretty neat show. I would definitely give it a thumbs up. It's better than some of the stuff I've seen pop out on Netflix, which is an awesome service. But uh, no, I can definitely see this getting renewed for a second season. You know, um, of course, if none of the characters get hashtag me tooed, seems like that's been happening on Netflix lately. Right. Um, well, it's not just Netflix; it's everywhere. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Well, see, I'm also a whole bunch a fan of shits of that. coming back to back to haunt people. So well, yeah, but I mean, it's like I was I was a fan of that television show, The Ranch. That was on Netflix, and the the uh, uh, actor that plays Rooster on there, the the older brother, uh, he's uh, he got in trouble for that. Apparently, some things got dredged up on him. And the last I heard was he said something back in uh, when these allegations originally came up. There were police investigations, and they dropped all of them, saying, you know, there's not enough to go on here. And then since the hashtag Me Too thing popped up, so did this. And I don't, uh, doesn't look like he's going to be on the show. That could make or break the show right there. I hope yeah, everything gets worked of... out and I don't want anybody hurt. I'm not, I'm not bashing the me too movement. Cause there's definitely some people out there that have been taking advantage of their positions. Oh yeah. But you know, it's just one of those things where I'm hopeful that these, these neat new shows that are coming out have gotten some balance and everybody's playing nice and we can continue to enjoy good entertainment. Well, you're hopeful that the people that are on these neat new shows that you're enjoying haven't had disastrous past where they I just like think anything, anything that happens prior to 1998 should not be allowed because, you know, you had the grunge movement. <laughs> it's all grunge. And then fault. you had the 80s. I mean, come on, shoulder pads, big hair, cocaine. Come on, we were we're all guilty of something. If we were, especially the eighties. Oh my God, the eighties. Oh, good times, good times. Yeah, yeah. There, deny, there's deny, a, deny. There's a lot of stuff that you know happened in the seventies and the eighties, oh, even yeah. the nineties that you look back on, even in contemporary right. media that was you know accepted at the time. Oh, you kind yeah. of look back go, on and you go, "Ooh, did we really do that? Go to did we YouTube. really think like that? Go to YouTube." Look, just watch the old Bugs Bunny cartoons. Oh, yeah. Half yeah. of those things that were, you know, you'd, you'd watch them before your movie showed up when you went to the cinema. You know, to watch the moving pictures, the talkies. Oh, my God. I mean, nowadays, there's no way you could do that. You know, Bugs Bunny and Blackface. I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Or the, the, uh, propaganda cartoons that they used to play before oh, movies yeah. during World War II with all oh, the jingoism. Oh my gosh, yes, that and and then you know all Japanese have buck teeth and thick glasses and all Germans wear leather and like poops. At, well, no, wait, that isn't that kind. No, never mind. But you know, how the, <laughs> it's, it's a German, you know, Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber poopy, whatever. You know, it's it's just now I got an entire nation pissed off. Watch me go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. It really is. You know, it's, it's just, just just deny, deny, deny. That's the way to go. But I have video of you. Wouldn't me. You're going to believe me. You're going to believe a camera. You know, I mean, shit. Wouldn't me. I wasn't there. Wouldn't me. Wouldn't I was in Buffalo. <laughs> 
But yeah, I think the chief tries to use that excuse during this episode too. He was in Buffalo. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. Poor Terrell. God <laughs> love him. He just can't work on the Vipers. No, he's got to hang out with a Cylon. <laughs> but no, definitely check out the Expanse, dude. Uh, dude, dude. No, wait, wait, wait. What? 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 He's 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 with a Cylon, right? Yeah. Aren't the Japanese coming up with sex robots? Are you saying Boomer's a sex robot? Well, if you if you if you took Watson from IBM and stuck him in one of those Jenna Jameson silicone robo things, just saying. So Chief is having sex with a sex robot. Pretty much. A sex bot. That's right. Think about it. Austin Powers did it. If Austin will fall for it, can any of us really be aloof to that? That's true. At least he doesn't have have guns. Does Chief have the proper chest hair to be doing that, though? (laughs) I don't know. I hadn't thought about that, but I bet he's got one of them spinning beds. (laughs) Would you actually have toys for a sex robot, or could they provide their own? I don't know. It depends on if you need to entertain them or if they're there to entertain you. Ooh, and if we're talking artificial intelligence like a Cylon, what if they want to have a say in it? Now we're approaching 14th Amendment. 13th oh. Amendment. 15th now, Amendment. Now we're getting into sex slave territory. Let's, uh, uh, let's divert oh. off of this path. Technology trafficking. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Back to the show. Back to the show. So tangential. This week, I want to kind of do something different. I want to introduce a new segment. Um, that's basically you just told a, me we weren't going to do that. You told me what's what happens on New Year's Eve stays in New Year's Eve. How dare you bring that up? No, no, no. That wasn't a new segment. That was a new experience. Oh, okay. I'm totally gay. different. Totally different. All right, 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 right. Not related to the podcast. So long no, as the lights are off, if the lights are off, it's not gay. I'm there. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with being gay. Right. So, uh, yeah, I want to introduce a new segment. Basically, it's a speed round summary of the current episode. Uh, this week, I'll start it out and we'll call this, I don't know, what? What do you say? Um, uh, I think we should call it something that crawls. It like should the, crawl. Like the Star Wars crawl in the beginning? No, of the, not like the Star Wars not, crawl, no. because I don't want the wrath of Disney That's upon right. us. Right. This is not the Star Wars crawl. This, this would not be the Star Wars crawl not whatsoever. None this is, this whatsoever. Is, uh, not, not affiliated with that at all. Exactly. So no. please don't sue us. No. Not not even not even remotely. We don't even know what that is. What are we talking exactly. about? Exactly. We don't have remotes. No. We have to make the kids get up and change the channel. No remotes. Right. No remotes. No, I think this should be a crawl. A crawl. And it should be contained. Something small. Something, you know, kind of organic. Maybe, you know, smooth. No rough edges. Oh, my God. No rough edges. Something related to what we're doing right now, maybe. Something I didn't know I could tell anybody what I'm doing right now. Well, you told no, you, me not to say anything about you what I'm doing. You keep that under wraps. I'm talking what well, we're recording wraps. right now. 
Sometimes a grapefruit. <laughs> I've heard grapefruits are good to hide things under and in. Not not that I would oh. know anything. Oh, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> yes. No, it crawls. It crawls like, okay, it's time to get some of that wonderful shampoo or get the clippers out. It's crawling. It's not supposed to crawl, but it's crawls. It's crawling. Like a millipede. No, not like a millipede. A kilometer pede. It's a, a kilometer pede. <laughs> Ain't no millipede here. Ain't no millipede. <laughs> breathe. <No>. Breathe. <laughs> I can't. You got to breathe. So we can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. Pod crawl. The yeah, pod I like that. Crawl. I like that. Yes, and we should get like some music. Pod crawl. You know, have like your little <laughs> breakdown riff like Wayne's World. Pod crawl, pod crawl, excellent. Insert it deep, pod crawl. <laughs> kind of like a space suppository full of information. Take your nutrients, it's good for you. Pod All right, crawl. so I want you to time me, see how fast I can get through this. Like I've ever done this before. Just All pretend right. it's any other Saturday or Sunday. There you morning. go, I got, I've got the stopwatch out. Do we need the latex chicken? No, probably not. Not this time, no. Not this time. Not our anniversary. No. Not in the least. <laughs> All right, ready? I am ready. Here we go. One, two, three. Doral is back, looking sinister and sporting a high-fashion, custom-tailored vest that is sure to disrupt the fashion world and Galactica's operations. The Chief and Boomer continue to have sexy times against direct orders. The secret is out. Rosalind reveals that the fleet has Cylons that look like humans. Galactica's Young Chemist Club has discovered how to make hooch, but of course still can't make water. We learn Hilo doesn't have the ability to look up at and bonds with a rat. The deck crew are the worst liars that ever lied in the lying history of lying. The tribunal is in full gear, and it looks like we have the beginnings of an old-fashioned witch hunt. Gaius woos Starbuck with more cigars, and an imaginary six hulks out. We get some gratuitous Cylon-on-Cylon violence. We see that Adama is cool under pressure and really should be the president's speechwriter. And the chief finds out that breaking up is hard to do. Roll credits. I got 62 seconds. Ah, just almost a minute. 62 seconds. So that's your episode in a nutshell, folks. You said nut. (laughs) Ha ha ha. I was just thinking I could have done things three or four times in 60 seconds, but hey, you'll get there. Uh, you have big arms. I do. <laughs> All right. So what'd you think of this episode? Oh, there was a lot of development. There was a lot of character development. I, I, I can just I imagine you crawling through your skin Jesus for this episode. Christ, I needed some more pew pew. I don't think you're going to get any pew-pew next episode, too. No, I'm not. I like the flying around in the pew-pews. Pew-pew. There'll be pew-pew. Surely there before is. the end of the season, there'll be more pew-pew. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I actually did like the episode, though. It, it gave a really good glimpse as to, you know... It, it, it forwarded the Cylon infiltration uh, plot some... Um, it showed just how stupid Hilo really is. 
<laughs> and this this guy is really fucking dumb. Who, yeah. dude, dude? All right, Hilo defense shields okay. it up. Hilo fucking defense. Okay. There's one thing you got to remember. There's a girl involved. I understand Guys, there's a girl get involved. Nine kinds of stupid when there's a girl involved. I made you mud pie. Thank but this you. is beyond fucking stupid. He's sitting on the fucking balcony of a building. There's three goddamn Cylons not a hundred yards away from him at a high fucking point, you know, on top of a white building with a a, a riser behind him. So they're well silhouetted. All he has to do is fucking look up 20 What's degrees. Point? What's your point? He's fucking dumb. Instead, he was bonding with a goddamn rat like he was reenacting the fucking movie Ratatouille. <laughs> okay. He was contemplating the rat small and furry. <laughs> he was reminiscing about things. And he was distracted. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he, you know, he's, he's dumb. He's dumb. Not only aren't, that, but when he went we to... we all? It's just you. Not only that, but when he went to planet. go rescue Boomer in the warehouse and saw the Cylon dragging her through the warehouse, he's, he's, he's you know, creeping around with his fucking little backpack and his... Mm-hmm. A Cylon, one of those big ass fucking toaster Cylons, sneaks up behind them. You really, you got to call them toasters. You got to go yeah. there. Yeah. You're gonna go race. They call them toasters. Yeah. You're gonna be a machinist on it. Is is Cylon yeah. race? It's, it's a machinist. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so it's not racism. It's machinism. Machinism. Yeah. It's machinism. <laughs> Ex machina. Ex machina. It's machina. No, it's it not. It fits better. It doesn't work if you call it Machina. Hey, it's a Machina. Machina. Ah, fuck. I screwed my own thing up. Damn. See, there you go. You know, the, you know the truth. Ah. But right. no. So anyway, and so, he didn't look up. He didn't look up. He didn't look up. Didn't look up. He didn't look up. He didn't look around. I mean. Yeah, the, but maybe the, he saw that movie Prince of Darkness and he knows if you look up, you're fucked. I haven't seen Prince of Darkness. Oh, you should. It's the Antichrist in the form of well water. Well water? Pretty much. It looks like well water. <laughs> it's like nasty. that old Saturday Night Live skit, well water. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, God, it's bad. Yeah, apparently there's like this goo. And when you look up, most people, when they look up, and to this day, I keep my mouth shut. It's a John Carpenter film, so you know it's got an awesome soundtrack. You look up, and most time your mouth will open just a little bit. Uh huh. The jaw slacks. Well, that's all it needs for the super soaker to shoot in your mouth. Got a little oral action. All and right. Then you become like the one of the minions of the Antichrist. Is that what you call it? Is a super soaker? Yeah. Well, you know, hey, what they don't know doesn't hurt them. <laughs> But anyhow, yeah, and what the in the the premise of that movie, long story short, is they find this artifact, and it uh, brings about the Antichrist, who is trying to bring through a portal of some sort, an anti-god. And so, um, if you look up, that's how the stuff squirts in your mouth. So he doesn't want to look up; he'd rather look down at the small furry thing, as opposed to looking up and then getting squirted in the mouth. 
That's why he didn't see the Cylons. So it's it's like a traumatic past experience that when he looks up, he gets squirted in the mouth. That's why he's not looking up. He was in the Navy. Well, still is Just in the Navy. Saying. Well, yeah, sort if you want to call it a Navy, a bunch of pirates <laughs> running around trying to hide from the truth and the purity of Cylon logic. Eh, we don't have anybody with a patch yet. <laughs> yet. Actually, you, 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 that's funny you say that. There will be somebody with a patch. Really? In this show, absolutely. <laughs> the only thing the person doesn't say is yar. Yar. I, I kid you not. There will be a patch. That is so Timber weird. I think shimmer. you're psychic. Get visions of Art Bell. Oh, man. Can you believe that? Yeah. yeah. That is so, so mm, damn shame. Okay, well, since you did bring up Art Bell, let's have our, uh, you know, no, a I didn't. lot of people. I didn't. Let's forget I ever said Art the Bell. name Art you Bell. You brought up Art no, Bell for just one second. Let's just give him his due. Oh, come on. Everybody else has been out there. Everybody else has been out there saying, you know, God rest his soul and everything. Let's give him an atheist pause. Okay, he's dead. Move on. Yep. So, Hilo and his idiocy aside, I think it was a... Uh, I think it was really interesting how they kind of jumped to the tribunal and then jumped right away from the tribunal as fast as well, they sure. jumped into it. I think both were a little not well thought out. I think getting into the tribunal was was kind of a really knee-jerk reaction. I mean... It raises red flags that the security chief basically said, I can't do this investigation unless I have total autonomy. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of a, a, a warning light. Right. And I think it's going to be some really bad PR. Uh, not that Adama did the wrong thing. I think he did what he thought he needed to do, and I think he did it for the right reasons. I don't think he did it maliciously, but it's it doesn't have a good look to it the way he just ended the tribunal, especially yeah. since it was an independent tribunal and he really shouldn't have had the authority to do it. Well, this is the thing, though, and this is going to be a recurring theme throughout the show is – the the fleet is is there's a, there's going to be a struggle for power between we're a democracy and we have military control. I mean, are we under martial law or are we you know everything's fine? And it's this is going to be a recurring situation. And whenever Adama Adama will play democracy so long as it doesn't get in the way of what he wants to do. Well, that's a that's the. Makings of a despot there, or a, or a or a, uh, of a tyrant. I had to sit and think of the word for a moment. Tyrant. And if you go back to the original Greek, a tyrant is simply a leader who is not elected by the people, not necessarily a bad guy. We have put a negative connotation to tyranny. Well, since. because most of the time, tyranny ends up pretty bad. Well, it can, but you also, there every once in a while, there's been a good tyrant. Look at Solon. Sure. But Trajan. Exactly. Oh, Trajan was actually pretty fucking awesome. That's but, what I'm saying. Um, 
you know, it's but you you know, for every golden egg, you're gonna get you know a flop, probably ten or fifteen times over. But yeah, I mean, he's definitely more of a Trajan. I, I never thought about that. I kind of like that. That's tickling my frontal lobe. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> I can see Adama as a Trajan. Yeah, I can see that. That fits. But that's essentially it, though. I mean, if if democracy gets in the way, he gets his knickers in a knot. Well, but I don't think in this case it was that democracy was getting in the way. I think he saw a fucking investigation spiraling wildly out of control. And exactly like he said, this is a this has turned into a witch hunt. A witch hunt. And I'm yeah. not going to let this on my ship because it will fucking tear the ship apart. It will. And there again, that's why I use the word tyrant. Not necessarily negative, just tyrant. Because, I mean, you're talking about how things get terrible and the witch hunt thing. I give you Washington, D.C. I, I, yeah, I don't think that our current political climate is a witch hunt. You, you don't think that there's, that there's things like this have not happened in the past, though? Well, no, I'm not. So, yeah, I mean, the McCarthyism of the 1950s was definitely a right. witch hunt. Absolutely. That's where I was going to go, for sure. Okay. I thought you were talking, you know, more contemporary investigations, no, independent no, investigations. No. no Cheetos. No Cheetos. <laughs> Although that is a tasty snack and we'd love the endorsement. Yeah. It ain't yeah. easy being cheesy. <laughs> that was shameless. Shameless. Especially when there's some jalapeno. Oh, man. Those Red hot jalap- Cheetos? Yes. Those uh-huh. Oh. Make like a Frito pie with them. So there's a uh, kind of, there's a but you gotta poke bowl. Quick. There's a poke bowl place in Austin. And uh, they have a poke wrap that is basically like a, a sushi roll in a tortilla. And hey, wait, slow down, slow down. You said, you said poke, and I had flashbacks to the bus station. I'm sorry, it's my PTS. Yeah. <sighs> Just don't think of the nickels they throw at don't you. Don't think of the nickels. The nickels. Why did you say nickels? Oh, my God. <laughs> the little bruises. The little bruises. <laughs> okay. I'm good. So, so I'm there's good. a they have a poke wrap. And one the of the tile things. tile is so cold and hard. <laughs> the tile is so cold and hard. <laughs> one of the things that you can get is crumbled red hot Cheetos on the outside of your, uh, of the sushi roll that they wrap in a, a Oh, dude, so it's, it's like a is good. it's like a sushi roll burrito with red mm-hmm. hot Cheetos on the outside. It is fucking delicious. Fusion food. Yeah. Fucking hey, that does sound good. I like that. All right, that was a nice little tangential thing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, and you thought I was the one guilty of it? You just pulled one. You pulled a red. So yeah, I sure did. Anyways, jumping out of the rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, I can't believe the, f- the the stupidity of the deck crew and them just blatantly lying to the investigators that started this whole mess. Snitches get stitches, man. No, I understand that, but holy shit, if you're going to fucking lie, get your shit straight. First. Right, that would, well, yeah. But see, that's more of the character development. It leads to the drama. But yeah, no, they didn't do a very good job. They really didn't. I hope they don't work on the Vipers with the same kind of team effort. Well, one of them's not going to be working on Vipers ever again. No. 
No, but that's okay. We'll always have some other character. Just pull someone from the fleet. Here's a wrench. So you think uh you think Boomer's gonna try to exact a revenge on the chief? She's kinda seemed to hint at it at the end. Mm, without trying to give away too many spoilers on it. Uh yes with regret. Yes with regret. Like Yes that. with regret. That's that's the best I can do. Let's just say that there's plenty of fish in the sea or amongst the stars. And what is Gaius's obsession with fucking Starbuck? Honestly, I mean, dude, hard to get, man. That's all it is. It's just hard to get. All they're doing is the hard to get shit. She is unattainable. So since she's unattainable, then there's, you know, not a whole lot else going on. Are they going to explore this more or is this I don't know I don't see where they're going with this is I guess my point I think what they're trying to do is um, number one they're trying to honestly I think they're trying to bring some sex appeal to the character of Starbucks she's come across um, she's attractive a little tomboyish in the beginning and I think she got a little butch and I honestly think that the writers are trying to bring some more uh, feminine qualities to the character. They're also trying to show that Gaius can't get every piece of ass that he wants, which is also amazing. I mean, the guy later in the show, wow. I mean, he's swimming in it. He's swimming in it later in the Seriously? series. Oh, Gaius? God. Yes. I, Absolutely. I don't. I don't see that. I don't. One, how one how does that happen? Say, uh, it's it's okay. Here's a here's another small tease. Messianic. Oh, is he like some kind of religious figure in the, in gets, the future? He gets so popular, it's almost like he's a messiah. Oh, for fuck's sake! Exactly. I think that's how you join the club. I mean, it's almost as if he is a bridge. But uh, yeah, I mean, so does Gaius, he like start a cult? I'm not saying that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Nothing came out of my filthy fucking sewer. That needs to be edited. But you know, to, to not try and confirm anything, yes. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny, but confirm that yes. I can neither confirm nor <laughs> deny that you are right on fucking target. <laughs> no, I think I think the whole thing with Starbucks is they're trying to make her have a little bit more sex appeal. Um, he's got this massive super ego that is, you know, beyond comprehension. And he bases a lot of that upon his libido. You know, he gets these urges, you know, he kind of gets the feeling in there, you know, there's something stirring. And he's not used to being told no, because he had this rock star fucking MIT meets Rolling Stone thing going on. And he was used to getting it. I mean, he was tapping six like a fucking keg of beer at a frat house. 
And then she walks in on him with another fucking groupie before the planet goes tits up. So, I mean, the man, he's, he's, he's a compulsive fucker. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like that dog you put outside before company comes over. It's going to be fucking nose in the fucking crotch. I mean, that's just Baltar. And with her telling him no, but at the same time, they keep doing the appeal. It's it's just I, she's playing hard to get. Well, actually, she's playing fucking piss off. He sees it as hard to get, and it just makes him sniff even more. I'd like a. I'd like to see an episode in the future where she just kicks him right in the nuts. You know, you should make a wish list for Santa. Because <laughs> if you're a good little boy, oh, tell me that she gets to. I'm not saying nothing. Ah, uh. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying there's definitely a resolution. <laughs> All right. So, what else do you like about the episode? I enjoyed the, uh, I've always liked the humanity they put into the show. I, I'm a huge fan of Star Trek, but I think I could count on one hand the number of times Star Trek throughout all, what is it, eight, nine movies and four television series. I think I can count on one hand the number of times they even mentioned that humans still require toilets. Right. Five television series. Six. TOS. Oh, I forgot about the new one that I refuse to watch because they want me to fucking pay. Yeah, yeah I haven't so watched any of that one. So TOS, Next Generation, uh, Gilligan's DS9. Island, DS9, uh, Enterprise, and then the new one, Discovery. I liked so, yeah, Enterprise. Six. I liked Enterprise. It was okay in the beginning. Until they went to dull, the Zindi thing. Yeah, I liked the Zindi thing. But I, I thought the first couple of seasons were good. Um, yeah, the, uh, the thing I like really is that that this gives you a good look at the humanity of it, but there's not a lot of whining in this episode. That's one of the things that I really hate is how they will just fucking beat a dead horse. (laughs) There wasn't a lot of beating of dead horse in this. This was very good. I like to look at this more of a sociological expose because it's kind of given you a, the, the barometer of the fleet and the people of the fleet. And I thought they did a really good job on that. You definitely get to see a, a little more, a little more confirmation on the philosophy that Adama has. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you, you get a little bit more of an insight into, into the chief and uh, his loyalty to his crew. Um, so, I mean, those were the two main characters that I think that they focused on in this episode. And, and you get a chief is actually starting to flesh out more than just a one dimensional wrench monkey. Right. Although, basically, Adama's one that's dimension. All you're... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? One dimensional wrench monkey? Yeah. Dude, you should fucking copyright that. That is beautiful. One dimensional wrench monkey. I mean, wow. that's all he's been this this entire fucking time. That is fucking good, man. And basically, Adama said, that's all you're going to be to me from from now on is a goddamn wrench monkey. So go make my planes fly, bitch. That is funny. That is funny. I like that. I just, I just, I got a picture of him. 
hanging off a viper, wrenching his hand, kind of swinging it low, kind of like a monkey holding a banana, looking all primal. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys have to realize we don't script this shit. Yeah, we we watch we watch the, the episodes. I mean, he sees them for the first time. I'm rewatching, and we just kind of ad lib this. I mean, I'm sure sometimes that's highly evident, but really and truly, <laughs> like we're all coming the time. at this. We're 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 coming at this, you know, from two separate angles here. We just happen to agree on most things in general. I've known him for more than God. How long have we known each other? We're pushing thirty years. Close to. And yeah, man, it's just, that was fucking priceless. Thank you for that. Right. I mean, we're only talking to like an audience of two now. So Jack that's and, okay. and that's, Bob that's a, <laughs> or Jill or. Hey, why can't it, I was going to say, why can't it be Jack K instead of Jack? It could be. I don't know. What do you not like about the episode? Like I said, it's a space episode. It deals with, it has, it, it has established itself as conflict and combat and i think there should be more than the recycled screenshots of the fleet yeah i think we saw i think we saw space once in this show yeah and and when you do see the shots of space it's the same fucking shots and i mean move the camera to the other side of the models do another flyover you know i mean it shouldn't be that tough Special effects are expensive. Well, maybe they were back then. Now I think they could. I mean, I can play some of the games on the computer and I can just scroll around free camera. I think they should be able to do that too. Didn't they use three dimensional uh, digital models on this or did they do hard models? I think they did a mix of both. But still, I would also like to see, and we get more of it later into the series, but I would also like to see more from the Cylons. They're getting real quiet. We got quite a bit of of Cylon this time. We got some gratuitous Cylon-on-Cylon violence action where uh, Doral and and Six beat the shit out of Boomer. Sure, sure, but no, I'm I'm talking like... Or not Boomer, sorry. It was not Boomer. Yeah, let's get some recycled shots of their fucking fleet. Yeah, we haven't seen much of the Cylon ships. We've, I, I haven't seen a base ship since the miniseries. Yeah, I know. I mean, they're coming. They're coming. But yeah, they. The, I, I one of my big gripes about the show was that it didn't. It focused so heavily on the human element which was probably the appeal for a lot of the viewers. Um, but on the, uh, the original show back in 78, 79, the, uh, there was almost always a cutaway to Baltar on one of the Cylon base ships. And he's discussing things with Lucifer his uh, humanoid, not quite so stupid Cylon. He was kind of hard to watch, though, because he had two His eyes. His interface with the Cylons was named Lucifer? Yeah. <laughs> and his, you know how the Cylons have the one red eye tracking back and forth? Yeah. Imagine that on a stereoscopic setup. Oh. So it's going like it's like he's going cross-eyed, wall-eyed, cross-eyed, wall-eyed, cross-eyed, <laughs> so they, wall-eyed. They, <laughs> so 
<laughs> they don't track together. They track oppositely. Which I'm not saying is a bad thing. <laughs> Samantha, if you can hear, if you ever listen to this broadcast that night, New Year's Eve, 1985, I it it it, it kind of got me off. It helped get me across the line. I love what your eyes did. Really, I did. That little bit of drool coming off your chin, the way the rainbow was made. When that disco ball light would hit it just so, and your eyes got it was beautiful. You're awful. It, it got, <laughs> that's all right. But yeah, his interface was uh, Lucifer. But yeah, no. Um, I just one of the things I liked about the original series was they always kept the Cylon thing fresh. You always knew that there was going to be a big fight coming up. There was always, always somebody was in a Viper somewhere. Even if they're just flying from one part of the fleet to another, there was a Viper. There was something going on. Or when they do the cutaways, periodically you'd see some Vipers just doing a flyby, you know. Well, and I mean, this is this is definitely a show that does character-driven storytelling rather than event-driven storytelling, I think, like the original series. So And that's pretty much the difference. That was that that was a good answer. Big difference there. It was yeah. more eventful. I'd like some more events. Yeah, um, I think my biggest gripe on this was the the whole Hilo and not Boomer story arc that they're doing here. They really need to fucking wrap that up because if I see another fumble fuck around from Hilo where he's just kind of stumbling in and out of shit. So we'll be starting season two on the next episode. Are you serious? They fucking do this for an entire season? They, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like fucking Mr. Magoo goes to Caprica. Yeah. And it's just all character development. Well, I don't mind character development, but they're not developing as character. Why do you think the Cylons are doing what they're doing? I'm sure they're priming him to get back on the Galactica and act as an inside agent with not Boomer. God, but, you're wrong. Am I? You are absolutely, totally wrong. Okay. Then I have no fucking clue what the hell they're doing with this entire goddamn plot. So if that was the one thing that was keeping you sane through all this, I look forward to the spiral that your consciousness is going to be experiencing. Oh, man. Is my head going to fucking explode? Uh, no, I don't think it's going to explode, but I think you're going to look back on this kind of like I said a little bit ago. And it's like, yeah, they could have said this in three minutes instead of 10. Oh, shit. They, they literally could have wrapped, they could have wrapped up everything going on Caprica in about three episodes. Why do writers do that? Why do writers fucking just draw out the most painful shit in a series? Well, I mean, they've got a certain number of episodes to get through, and there really are people out there that enjoy this. I'll be honest with you, with Lost in Space, I'm enjoying that show. I've done some of my patented skip through Maloo, my darling, on that. It's like, I love the fact that I can put the mouse on the line, right, and just slowly move through and say, how long am I going to see these two people in this room? Oh, okay. Through the episode. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> well, I mean, they establish the premise. It's like a good paragraph, right? Or a well-written newspaper article. It's an inverted pyramid. The first sentence of the first paragraph in the article pretty much tells you what it's going to be covering. Everything else is fleshing out details. All right, so I'm going to read the first. 
I'm going to scan over some of the meat in the middle, and then I'm going to go straight to the end. Okay, I got this. I, I do that unless it's a really well-made episode. I mean, I love it when I can just sit, and I've just lost track of time, and it's all good. But this isn't one of those shows. Oh, uh, well. I'll give it a try. I've still got a lot on my plate to get through right now. It's it's pretty heavy in land season, so I've got a lot of stuff to that I've got on the back burner that I need to I will give you through, a bit but... of a tease on the Caprica thing though. Okay. Uh not boomer or what are you calling boomer again on, on Caprica? Not boomer. Not boomer. Not boomer, not boomer and not six on Caprica. Six. Oh no, no, yeah. no. Well, not, so she's technically six. I mean, it's it's not she, imaginary six. No, so I mean, but anyway, six plus, not boomer and six plus okay. on Caprica. They don't agree. Really, the 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 purpose of this entire excursion on Caprica, they have a common goal with different paths to said goal. Ah, interesting. Okay, so I'll start thinking about that next time I watch Fumblefuck. All right, so uh, you got your award winners for this episode? Who do you, got for, the, who do you got for the Black Lung Award? The Black Lung Award? Um, we didn't see Coddle. Oh, we got a brief glimpse of Coddle after the explosion, but that's it. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd give it to him because he could probably suck in all that fucking atmosphere. <laughs> what the hell is everybody complaining about? I can't see what I'm doing. All right, I'll clean it up. <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Fix that just right the fuck up. Suck it in like fucking Superman. Bunch of pussies. It's just a little smoke. Uh, my Black Lung Award goes to Gaius for yet again trying to woo... Starbuck with a, another phallic symbol. Well, I'm telling you, you know, tobacco is, she's a goddess and she's a demon and you're never too young to start. Oh right. my God. <laughs> Who's your head lush award go to? Uh, lush award. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to put it on tie on tie. Yeah. What do you think he was drunk when he tackled Adama at the beginning of the episode? No, but I, I just think, assume he's always drunk. I but. think it's cumulative. I mean, you don't do that to the boss. You could get rode up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that took some stones, you know. And I'm just it did. Like, I don't. I, he just kind of had this. And the boss uh, thanked him afterward. Yeah, I know. Well, I just I'm I, I I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go tie. I'm gonna okay. go tie. My headless award this episode goes to the chief for schooling all the uh, the young oh, crewmates please. who were trying to make hooch on oh how to God. properly make hooch. Not the right way to do it. Right. You need, need more, more copper. copper. Need more copper. You need a filter to get all that particulate shit that you got and your nasty methanol out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And who's your player award go to? Oh, guys. <laughs> Gaius, yep, I can see that. It's got to be Gaius. I mean, he's, he's 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 stupid, but he's enthusiastic. Really wants what he wants. Uh huh. Willing to give up cigars to get it. Yeah, see, that's where I draw the line. Not giving up a cigar. 
I'm not giving up my tobacco for shit. <laughs> I blaze up all through these episodes we do, man. I know. Uh, my player award's going to Boomer. Really? Yeah. Not for Boomer the, or Boomer? No, Boomer. For the, go the, boomer. the whole, she, uh, you know, her enthusiasm with the chief at the beginning of the episode and then oh, her yeah. enthusiasm with the chief at the end of the episode and was like, nah, you don't want to break up with me. Come on, let's let's do this. Nah, you don't want to break up with me. Come on, let's do this. And then when she finally, you know, realized that, yeah, it was over, she was like, eh, you're going to regret this shit. Yeah, hell hath no fury. All right, well, I think we're going to put a bow on this episode. You got any final thoughts? A lot more character development coming. You've got to be excited about that. I am a Twitter, but it is what it is. Uh, there are some good things that come of it because, you know, like I was saying, is you know, we get further into the show, they can just drop little hints here and there, and it references back. Also, you're going to start seeing, I know you really like how they do that recap at the beginning of every episode. Uh-huh. They're going to they're gonna start recapping on some things five, six episodes, sometimes a couple of seasons back. They're going to start tying things together. Ah. So there is a method to the writer's madness. So our next episode is going to be Battlestar Galactica, season one, episode six. Or I'm sorry, episode seven, six degrees of separation. Uh, when In Baltar- this episode, everybody's upset. They drink. They smoke, and Cylons are running around and nobody notices. Hey, it's like you're reading the description. Yeah! (laughs) When Baltar, the number six who lives in his head, a.k.a. Imaginary Six, have a falling out, she abandons him only to surface a short while later aboard the Galactica. But now she's called Shelley Godfrey. Everyone can see her, and she's telling them that she has evidence passed on by the late Dr. Amarak that will prove Baltar sold out the human race to the Cylons. Yeah, she's not really nice. This seems like an interesting episode. So he loses his hallucination and she actually shows up as a as a physical Cylon. That's Yeah. It's pretty cool, actually. And she's not fond of him in the least. Well, she's not his imaginary six. Yeah. Pretty much. That's, that's what. She's, she's not his consciousness brought to life. Right? So, all right. Well, looking forward to that episode. That's, it's going to be a good one. All right. Well, we appreciate you joining us this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Blueberry or visit smokinganddrinkinginspace.com. If you don't like the show, you can rate us at rubbishrap.com. This has been Jason. And Red. And we'll talk to you next week. And may all your ups and downs always be in bed. Bye.